If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Hello, everyone. I'm here today with President Brad Mortensen from Weber State University. Thank you for being here. And Austin Peterson. He's someone that I've known since he was a little kid taking karate lessons. And they, he has a compelling story. And I invited them to, to kind of share their experiences. But first, let's start with President Mortensen. Will you tell us about Weber State? Yes. Uh, thanks like so much, uh, Tammy, Mayor Tran. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here and to talk about Weber State. One of my favorite things to do, obviously. But uh, uh, I've been at Weber State for 19 years now. And I've been president for a little bit over four. Um, so I bleed purple, as we say. And and have had a chance a lot to to work um, across our communities in Davis and Weber County, and really try to to build up the school. We're we're trying to um, get out and and be everywhere we can, and that's why a few weeks ago I had the chance to bring Austin, a Kaysville resident, to your Kaysville City Council meeting and allow him to share some of his story because he's um, one of our presidential leadership fellows on campus, a group of students who are doing outstanding things. And so I'm really pleased to be here with Austin today. Well, thank you. And Austin, thanks for thanks for being here. When you came to City Council, it was so interesting to hear your story. It was inspiring and motivating, and I'd love for you to share it with us. Take no, it away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I'm Austin Peterson. Um, I grew up in Kaysville um, from when I was, I think, six or seven on. Um, and yeah, I love it here. It's a great time. But moving forward, um, I met my wife in Kaysville. Um, we went to Kaysville Junior High. Davis did the whole thing. You're, you're a dart. <laughs> yeah, dart all the way through. Awesome. <laughs> um, but like I am married and I have two sons, so I'm a father. I have a two-year-old and a nine-month-old, so we're, we're very, dad. very busy. <laughs> yes, you are. Um, yeah, and then on top of it, you know, I'm a full-time student at Weber State, and I'm doing my history degree and then taking my prerequisites for my MBA on top of it. Um, and then I'm also, as President Morton said, I'm in the Presidential Leadership Fellows. I was just selected to be the president for next year, so that's very really? exciting. Yeah. Now, who selects you? What's that based on? Um, so I'm elected by my peers from this current year of Presidential Leadership Fellows. We elect the president for next year. So I was nominated to be president, and then they gave everybody who was nominated about 30 seconds to basically pitch why we thought we were the best candidate. And um, I, I don't know what I said. But <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember what you talked about? Whatever, whatever I talked about. Um, it did it. Yeah, it, it did it. I, if I remember, I talked a lot about just getting the PLF program out there because it's still very much in its infancy. And so I would have a lot of conversations with students at Weber State, be like, oh, I'm a presidential leadership fellow. And they're like, what is that? Okay. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah, and it's it's an amazing program. And so part of what I talked about, if I remember right, was just, getting that name out there, working a lot more 
with President Mortensen, working with a lot of new students, and then doing a lot of advocacy for student groups um, that don't necessarily have a, a large voice on campus. Austin, that's fantastic. <laughs> it's, it's exceptional. Take us back a couple of years. Mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, would you have ever envisioned yourself doing great things at Weber State? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> tell, tell us where you were a couple of years ago. Right. So, um, yeah, a few years ago, I was just starting out at Weber State um, and was really, really in not a great spot in my life. Before then, before I joined Weber State, I was attending Utah Valley University, and I I love the university there. It's fantastic, great people, great administration. They're doing awesome things. Um, but that my very, very first semester in college, I got extremely sick. Um, just like I was having issues with my thyroid and just wrecked me. Um, I lost 30 pounds in a month, um, was just really struggling with my health. And because of that, I failed all of my classes my very first semester. Nobody told me that I could drop my classes or withdraw or oh, do credit, no credit. Like, I just, I didn't know. Um, you just weren't feeling well and you couldn't show up. Yeah, so I wasn't okay. showing up for my classes and I, I failed everything. Um, so I ended up starting my entire college career, excuse me, with a cumulative GPA of 1.2, okay. uh, <laughs> which is not a great place <laughs> That's to start. That's a hard start. place to start. So um, basically what it felt like to me was this mountain of college that I was supposed to climb and get to the top of had been dropped on top of me and I had to dig myself out before I could even start climbing. And UVU, within their own rights, they're kind of just like, dude, what's going on? Like, mm -hmm. you know, you're on academic probation. You got to get your stuff together because we're we're uh, we're not going to put up with this um, academic failure, which, um, you know, is understandable. So, you know, the next semester, the pressure was on and I just I couldn't keep up with the pressure. Honestly, um, I was just really struggling with my mental health because of that. And so I can imagine yeah. that would be really depressing and overwhelming. Yeah, absolutely overwhelming. And just I felt this immense pressure to succeed. And so I was turning those wheels and turning them, turning them with no traction. And so failed that semester, failed the semester after that. And to the point where UVU put me on academic suspension. They said, you have to leave. You can't come back here until you um, attend another school and show us that you can oh, really? do well. Yeah. So I was, I was asked to leave by UVU. And, you know, I no no hard feelings about it. Like, they did what they were supposed to. They were following the procedures. Um, so I took two years after that, my wife and I went into Alaska and traveled and just worked like we went and worked, but I was working on my mental health throughout that whole time and just trying to figure out what I needed to do to, to make myself better. Um, but I just was at the point where I'm like, you know, maybe school, higher learning just isn't for me. Thing. Maybe mm -hmm. it's not my thing. Um, like I did, I never did exceptionally well in high school either. It wasn't like. I was this brilliant student who just like had a hard time. Like I just, school was just never my thing. Um, so fast forwarding two years later, I'm back in Utah. And I was kind of just to the point where I was like, you know what? I think, I think it's time. I think I need to go back to school. And so I'm looking around like, where could I go? At this point, I have a 1.7, yeah, 1.7 GPA is what I have at this point. And I was just like, where could I go? Mm -hmm. So I'm looking around. I did a semester at Slick, just um, two, I took two classes and 
you know, I'm like, maybe I could go to the U or Utah State. And I'm sending emails to these people. I'm like, hey, I have a low GPA, but like, can we talk about this? I can't even get anybody to email <laughs> really? back. No response at all. No, no response at all. Just <laughs> radio silence, darkness. And I was like, okay. Um, so I start looking at Weaver. And, you know, I, I grew up here in Kaysville, and there's this huge reputation of just Weaver. I mean, honestly. <laughs> Thanks, Austin. Yeah, so, so, and it, I'm, I, I will rectify that in a minute, I promise. Um, but they, um, yeah, you know, it's just like in Kaysville, it's almost, Weaver's almost looked at as like community college status is what it's looked at. Because it's like, oh, you're living at home. You're not living the college experience. So I never, not even once, had considered Weaver State until I'm at this low point, And I'm like, oh. Weaver's opened enrollment, like which, which, me. which means for for anyone listening, yeah. So that means that regardless of your GPA, regardless of anything like that, they will take you. Um, you can enroll; they'll accept you. You don't have to do any of the, um, I guess, essays and applications and all of that. Oh, really? Stuff. There's uh, no, there's no actual. No, uh, you will test your math and yes. English proficiency and then okay. place you in developmental math or English classes if you need that to kind of get up to that snuff. That is a really good thing to know. So no overwhelming questionnaires mm -hmm. that you right. have to fill out application. Okay. Yeah. And at least to my knowledge, the only other university for your university in Utah that is open enrollment is Utah Valley. But, <laughs> but I, wasn't, I was not right. going back. <laughs> that, that wasn't working. Okay. No, that wasn't going to work. So... Um, yeah, I was like, you know what, I'm going to go to Weber and I'm like looking into this and I was kind of like, oh my gosh, this is, this is like a real university that like, it's, <laughs> it's legit. Like, this is awesome. This is way more than I ever thought it was growing up. So, you know, I enroll at Weber State and I walk in and, um, for freshman orientation and I have to sit down with a counselor and just kind of like talk about where do you want to go with your, um, college career? What do you want to do? And I'm sitting with this lady and the very first thing I do, I was very self-conscious about my GPA for obvious reasons. So I sat down with her first thing I said was, I'm so sorry for my very, very low GPA. And she cut me off before I could even finish it. And she was like, stop it. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, and she's, but she said, she's like, you are fine. She's like, what happened in the past happened in the past. And that's okay. We can't change that, but we can change it now. She's like, you're going to be fine you and what really struck me she just looked at me and she said you can be successful you can succeed here austin that gives me chills <laughs> the good chills that is that's awesome yeah well what and, a neat experience for you yeah and it was just that was the first time i can honestly say the first time in mm -hmm. my academic life that a person of academic authority mm -hmm. said something like that to me like i guess believed in me and because of that she gave me the courage to believe in myself, that I could succeed, that I could be better, uh, that I could do this. And so it was just like, it changed my entire mindset. And so I walk into school my very first semester and I was just like, you know what? I, I can do this. Like mm -hmm. I can do it. And so all of a sudden I start just racking up A's and like, really? Yeah. Just 4.0, 3.9, 3.8, 4.0, just ripping them out. I had never that is incredible. I've never gotten a 4.0 in my life until this point. Um, and it was just that I was just, I just believed in myself. Like I'd been working on my mental health mm -hmm. and just um, this counselor just saying those few words to me was like the straw on the camel's back. Like it just snapped and tipped everything over in my favor. Broke down all your barriers. Mm -hmm. Austin, that is so incredible. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, um, 
it is fantastic. And just like Weber State was willing to give me a second chance when no, literally nobody else would <laughs> um, to the point where I was just, I was terrified. Like, I was like, I have a wife. We're at this point, we're trying to start having, like starting our family and having a kid. And I'm like, I, I'm not going to have a college degree. Like, how am I going to help take care of this family if mm -hmm. I can't even get into college? <laughs> right. uh, and so, yeah, Weaver State really just gave me the second chance and gave me the opportunity to be successful. And that's like, I guess my whole message about all of this is just that no matter how low you are, no matter how hard you've gotten your teeth kicked in, mm -hmm. that you can get back up. And especially with school, like Weaver State can and will give you the opportunities to be successful. Um, and that's been just absolutely breathtaking for me, where it's just like, now I am part of this presidential leadership fellows and I've been elected the president. Right, the president. And, yeah. At at Weber State yeah. University. <laughs> yeah, and I get like these amazing opportunities to do this podcast and be with President Mortensen and um, like be a leader. Mm -hmm. And I I guess the best way to put it is Weber State has given me the opportunity to turn this huge insecurity of mine, this very big weakness of mine, and turn it into the strength in which I have been given a platform to inspire I guess inspire, inspire others. Inspire, absolutely. Yeah. It's completely inspiring. Yeah. And it's just been, it's been amazing. Um, and now all of a sudden I'm, you know, I'm looking at MPA programs or thinking about, this is more new, but like thinking about potentially law school and like. Really? Yeah. Just like these doors have been open to me that were shut completely okay. for years. Um, and it's just, yeah, you know, I just, I owe everything to Weber State moving forward, where it's like, no matter how successful I am, it's because a school gave me an opportunity to come back and learn. And then mm -hmm. one counselor said one sentence that literally changed my entire trajectory. Gosh, there's so many life lessons in that, aren't there? Yeah. And so I, I give you full credit, Austin, for rectifying your earlier comments. So you <laughs> did a great <laughs> yeah. job. But we're, Thank you. I mean, that's... Uh, you know, uh, stories like Austin are really not that uncommon really? at Weaver State. Um, and the thing that uh, that I think we're really good at is just really personalizing the educational opportunities so that we meet students no matter where they're at. And you could have had a 4.0 in high school and come to Weaver and know that you want to go to medical school and and just be on that path. And, you know, we honored a student the other day who's on his way to the um, medical school at the Mayo Clinic really? with a full ride and just, you know, does amazing things. Or you could have, you know, had some struggle in life mm -hmm. like Austin's or like lots of other students and not realize the potential you have. And we just try to unleash that potential for all of our students. And that's, um, that's what I love about Weber State is we we really are student focused and and try to to help students like Austin's realize their dreams. Well, and your leadership style that I've come to know as I've worked with you in some other um, capacities is really one of inspiring people and and leading and leading by example. And so I'm I can imagine the conversations that you have with your with your counselors and with people that work for you to inspire these students and to not judge them and to be able to provide a platform for them to feel good about themselves that well, comes from the top so you well must be doing that, a that's lot of kind of you right. to say um but i but i like to think it's really deep in the dna of weber state and 
And I find a lot of people don't know the story, so I'll try to share okay. it really quickly. But 101, almost 102 years ago now, there was a student who grew up in Weber County, um, grew up out kind of Western Weber, Warren area, and he um, wanted to go to college. He'd been on an LDS mission to the Eastern States and met some cousins who worked at JCPenney in New York City and thought, wow, I want to work in business, but I know I need to get a college degree to do that. Um, but he had dropped out of school in the eighth grade because his dad had him herding sheep on the Nevada desert all winter long, so he couldn't go to school. And uh, he met a faculty member at Weber at the time, you know, we were a two-year school. And uh, much like Austin's experience, just kind of said, hey, I'll help you figure out how to get into school. You, you're, the dad's farm had gone bankrupt, so he didn't have money. He had an eighth grade education, and this faculty member helped him figure out how to get into school. He went on, um, uh, was successful his first year, worked as a tutor and liked as a janitor and just worked odd jobs on campus to be able to pay for it. He was a student body president his second year, graduated, went to the University of Utah, met his wife, and they decided to start a business in Washington, D.C., because he got the first A&W root beer franchise east of the Mississippi. Ooh. And he thought, it's hot in Washington, D.C. I could sell a lot of root beer there. So uh, they went back to D.C. When I got cold, they opened up a little uh, restaurant and had this business and kind of franchised out. And then they got into catering. And then they started building hotels. And that was Jay Willard Marriott, <laughs> who like, was that student really? that was totally down on his luck, but had a, a someone from Weber State kind of reach out and put their arm around him and say, hey, you've got potential. Let's figure this out. And so I... I y y I, I it's it's, it's deep so in our DNA at Weber State to to have that. And I try to tell our faculty and staff that all the time because it's like, you know, the students today, um, we've been doing this for 100 years. Our students might have different challenges today than, you know, they probably aren't herding sheep during the winter, uh, but they have the same barriers, but we can help them get through that and uh and and that's good for our communities it's good for our businesses it's good individually and for the families that we transform so i'm just i feel really privileged to be at weber state and kind of have that be you know job one for all of us to um help students succeed and and find their passion in life well it's it's that's an incredible story. I hadn't heard that. I didn't yeah. know that that's how yeah. Weber State was yeah. founded. Yeah, not a lot not a lot of created. folks know that, but it's, you know, whether it's Austin Peterson or right. J. Lord Marriott or we, I can go on down the list for a long time, but we're that's that's our bread and butter of what what we do. Well, and Weber is so involved in the community. You mentioned businesses. And um let's talk a little bit about the local businesses that you support, especially the base. Yeah, so, so there is so much happening at Hill Air Force Base right now and uh, and in the surrounding aerospace community, as you know, um, and we're just really trying to, to do everything we can to, to ramp up uh, the number of computer science and engineering students we graduate. We, we've increased almost by 25% the last four years in the graduates in those fields. Um, the folks at Hill say, no, that's not nearly enough. Um, and I, I would agree from, with that. Uh, and so we're trying to do even more. We've been, uh, we opened up our new uh, Norda Engineering Building last fall, which is a state-of-the-art facility to teach the next generation of computer scientists and engineers how to um, 
be prepared for the workforce. Um, we have some great labs and, and other things in there. Uh, we've been working some partnerships to help support um, the advanced manufacturing and software development needs that the base has and the legislature's been really good at supporting us in that. They gave us $20 million um, this past legislative session to put in our and what we call the Mars Center, the Miller Advanced Research and Solutions Center that's just outside the West Gate to be able to um, do some cool testing and development of new composite components to help support the Sentinel um, uh, and new GBSD uh, system. Right, that's a huge contract. And, uh, and uh, trying to help with that. And then we also are trying to work on the software development side. We have a whole bunch of um, software developers from the 309 Software Engineering Group working in our Weber State downtown facility because it's it's off the base, it's in an urban setting. It 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 does a little bit better job at competing with some of the cooler tech spaces that that these folks have opportunities to work at and we're trying to expand the the capacity and partnerships there and and so, you know, I I get really excited about the opportunities we have. I think with what's happening at Hill right now and with the the Sentinel contract and and everything else it's it's we have a chance to innovate northern Utah's economy maybe not to the same extent but close to when the transcontinental railroad came through Ogden and the, we need to do everything we can to leverage all these opportunities that are before us right now and um and that that takes the university it takes our uh, municipal right. partners, the business community, and that's why we cross paths so much, I think, because <laughs> we're both we're very engaged in, in those efforts. Well, and it's really neat. I mean, Weber went from a two-year a two-year technical school yeah. to to what you're doing now with aerospace, manufacturing, healthcare. It's an, it's an incredible transformation, and we do need to spread the word. We do need people to realize that Weber isn't just a, you know, secondary necessarily oh, yeah, I could go to Weber also. It should be, I could go to Weber first because Weber offers all of these great programs. Yeah, you know, and 75% of our students do come from Davis and Weber County still today and over 90% from the state of Utah. So we're very much focused on Northern Utah students, Northern Utah industry and, and workforce needs. But there was a study that came out of Georgetown University last year um, that looked at 4,500 colleges and universities across the U.S. And... Uh, Weber State ranks in the top 10% of those schools for return on investment for our graduates. We're the only school in the state that can say that for graduates, whether you're 10 years out of school or 40 years out of school, public or private, name them all, Weber State is the place if you want to return on investment because we're affordable, because we're aligned well with workforce needs, and because we have that personalized um, attention to our students like we talked about before. Uh, I. You know, I'm biased, obviously, but I don't think you can beat a Weber State degree. Yeah, I, I don't think so either, especially where you've got these public-private partnerships going and you've got, you know, you're so connected with the business community as well as aerospace. I think people just don't realize the, the types of programs that you offer up there. Yeah. And we need to really spread that word because well, it's, it's outstanding. Well, you know, uh, being on your podcast and, and, you know, that's part of what we do with the Presidential Leadership Fellows is get out and, and the, I mean... Students like Austin, I, I can say anything I want, but when Austin walks right. into a room, he totally <laughs> captivates it. So that's why we try to engage the presidential leadership fellows and give them a chance to to gain that confidence and build their story and make networks and connections. Austin shared his story at our National Advisory Council meeting last fall. And um, I had one of our 
um, members of that group come up to me uh, in February and said, hey, I heard Austin's story and my son went to school someplace else mm-hmm. during COVID, had a rough time when everything went online and kind of same experience, low GPA, felt like I'm not college material, but I heard Austin's story, told him about it. So he came and met with one of your counselors and I'm just kind of sitting really? there going, oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he's, but he said he had the same exact response that Austin had and he's enrolling in Weber State this this fall. Austin, that's really awesome. So the power of student voices right. like Austin's, I know is much greater than mine. And that's why it's so great to to engage with him and his other uh, PLF compatriots and, and try to get the word out to the community. Well, it's really nice when you have a culture in your school, which you do, to um, to really foster, foster growth, foster confidence, because it is, it's intimidating to walk, to walk in and, and talk to someone and, you know, they ask about your previous experiences and they weren't really positive and you kind of you know, go, oh, well, let's just not talk about that. Let's focus on the future. And that's what you're able to do at Weber State, which is great. You're able to focus on where you want to be, not where you've been. Yeah. And because I, I just try to tell our students all the time, you have so much more potential than you even can imagine right now. Just let us kind of help you yeah. uh, discover that. And, and you know, it, it's fun to be part of that process. Well, I was, so I just have a little bit of a personal question for you. Yeah. Okay. Your passion for education. Yeah. Where did that start? So, um, I don't know why, but I remember, uh, being little (laughs) and just thinking, I don't think I'll ever be good at business. Um, I mean, I grew up on a farm outside of Rexburg, Idaho. Um, I like to say, and it sounds like I'm being overly dramatic, but this is a hundred percent true. Dirt road, dead end dirt road. Um, my closest neighbors were a mile away. They were my cousins. Oh, really? So okay. very, very rural setting. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad um, farmed with his brothers and also worked at a potato processing plant in in town. And he uh, he was great and was super valued and beloved by everyone there at the plant. But he kind of rose up as high as he could, but couldn't go any higher because he didn't have a degree. And so he... And my mother both always encouraged um, my brothers and me to go on and get an education. And so uh, they were really uh, my inspiration for that. And kind of because of that, I thought, I want to, I feel fortunate to have had an education. I want to give back and be part of education. My father-in-law worked at Rick's College as a public relations director. And I'm like, oh, there are these jobs at colleges and universities that aren't teaching too. And so, um, you know, at one point I thought I wanted to be a high school football coach. And then I got a chance to do that, like as a graduate (laughs) assistant. And I'm like, oh, this is tough. (laughs) Um, And so I kind of just, somebody gave me some advice. If you want to work in higher education, uh, you can be a state budget analyst. And I said, okay, Mm -hmm. (laughs) how do you become a state budget analyst? So that was um, I went to graduate school, got a master's degree in public administration and and started working as a budget analyst for the Arizona legislature and the Utah legislature. And this kind of under, came to understand the process of how funding flows. and Which is key. I mean, that's a lot of money. Well, it is. Yeah. I mean, we, um, and, and it's not just those infusions of like $20 million for this project or this building, but you know, the, the base operating budget that we get from the state is about $120 million a year. And, you know, that helps keep our tuition costs low. Uh, Utah doesn't get enough credit for how much uh, we hear a lot about 
the K-12 funding situation and maybe, you know, saying this will cause our public school peers to be uh, <laughs> jealous of the higher education <laughs> counterparts. But, but Utah very much invests in its higher education system and I think hopefully realizes the benefits of that by the, the workforce and um, thriving economy that we have because of that. So, well, like when you were talking about the return on investment, it's, right. it's outstanding. I mean, and that's something that students and parents and everyone can walk away and see, boy, that was really, really a good deal. That was worth it. Yeah, I hope so. And and we uh, really pride ourselves in that. We work, you know, sometimes we're a little competitive with each other, um, the other schools and the higher education system, but 99% of the time we're working together. Um, we have a great partnership with Davis Technical College here in Kaysville, um, and they um, they send more students to Weber State than any technical college in the state sends to any degree granting institution in the really? state um, because of the partnerships we have there. And we're, we're trying to do more to even streamline those pathways so students can take um, the... Um, and they soon will be credits that they take at the technical college and transfer those into programs at Weber State to stack into associates and bachelors and master's degrees. And so we really want to streamline the whole education system to benefit students and, and employers and, and the state as a whole. Well, it is a fantastic ecosystem within education because you can start out in high school and you can go to the Davis Catalyst Center maybe, and then yeah. you go to Davis Tech, and then you go to Weber State and you walk away with a with a degree. Right. And you're able to go and make a great living and and do incredible things, so. Yeah, we have a lot of students in at Davis High and in Davis School District who take um, concurrent enrollment classes through Weber State. You know, really gives them a chance to get a leg up on their college education at a very affordable really cost. Um, there's a lot of those students, though, who don't come to Weber State and don't go anywhere for college. Mm -hmm. And we're trying to be a lot more intentional about getting in front of those folks that say, hey, do you realize you already have this much towards your Right, you're halfway degree. through a lot of right. times. And so um, uh, anyone out there listening, if you, you know, we want to help you uh, figure out for, to, for your kids or grandkids or others, navigate those pathways and, and find out where we can do better too to make, th make that uh, well-known and readily available. Does students. Weber have a lot of great programs for uh, returning students? Yes. Um, and uh, one thing that we've done with with our whole scholarship model is we've changed that. So, um, you know, we used to say, okay, you get a scholarship for a year, and if you come and have a 3.5 GPA, mm -hmm. you can get it again. And that puts a lot of pressure on students that first year, which has a lot of pressure anyway, like Austin shared his story. And um, uh you know, and so they don't take hard classes. Right, which, because you don't want to spoil that. And right, and, and it's like, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. So we've started giving four-year um, awards to students, and you can delay those if you want to go on a mission or do military service or something else. And uh, then you can uh, start to, um, you only have to have a 2.5 GPA to retain that. So you can explore and take tough classes that and really figure things out. But then for other, for if you're an adult student who's been out of school for a little while and want to come back, um, we tr really try to make that process as uh, streamlined as possible as well. I mean, we have our Davis campus in Layton and uh, teach a lot of classes there. 
We uh, have a lot of, 25% of our classes now are offered online in online formats. So if you're working and have to balance your family and other things, you have a little bit of flexibility as to how you, you know, how many times you have to drive to campus and find a parking spot and, right. and all of that. So we're really trying to cater um, to not just for the students coming out of high school, but for the whole spectrum of, of students, um, because we know there are a lot of know a lot of circumstances out there and a lot of opportunities that with a degree people can really uh, level up and, and do good things for their career and their families and we want to be part of that weber state is an incredible experience an incredible school and thank you for being willing to share a little bit about it and austin thanks for will being willing to share your story absolutely um what's what's next for you you kind of mentioned that you've maybe yeah yeah you got some future plans um yeah so i do intend to go on to graduate school some form. Uh, my plan has been That's really um, getting my MBA. That's been my plan for a few years now. Um, and one of the prerequisites for MBA is taking like a, basically a business law class. And so I took that this semester and I just fell in love with it. Like really? I was, I was doing extra reading. I was sitting down with my professor and just chatting with him all the time because he's a practicing lawyer as well. And just got to the point where he was kind of like, is this something you want to do? And I was like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I went into the class thinking I was going to hate it. And it just surprised me so much that I ended up loving it that I'm like, I need to give this attention. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take just a practice LSAT probably within the next few weeks just to see what I get. Um, not study, not do anything, mm -hmm. which was suggested to me by a few lawyers. And just, you know, if I do well on that, you know. Just to see if, if, it, if it's something that... Yeah, if it's something that I'm just naturally, naturally good, at, good at, I okay. guess. And then, um, yeah, and then just go from there. Um, but yeah, so kind of a weird crossroads of yeah. potentially law school, potentially MBA. And great opportunities. I mean, mm. Austin, that's what's so fantastic. Just sitting here talking to you. I mean, you're on fire. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I, I just see Thank so you. much hope and confidence. And, and yeah. so, so for anyone who might be listening and might be in that place where they're feeling overwhelmed or you know, not sure what to do, just give it a shot. Go in, make an appointment, meet with a counselor and see where the road could, could take you because everyone has the ability to learn. No, absolutely. And I completely agree. Um, I mean, I wasn't even eligible for any financial aid, no loans, nothing. Just like, really? They, uh, yeah, they're like, your GPA is way too low. <laughs> so it's, I did have to pay out of pocket the first two semesters, but um, yeah, it's just like swing for the fence. Right, exactly. Um, you never know where you're going to end up. Well, well, thank you both for being here. Anything in, as we part? Well, no, we really appreciate all the work that you're doing here in Kaysville and in our uh, business and aerospace uh, uh, community, your leadership there. Uh, it's a great partnership. We love to engage with you and uh, the folks here. And, you know, we, we want people in Kaysville to know and, and across northern Utah that Weber State's here to, you know, be your institution we wouldn't we wouldn't be here if it weren't for this community supporting us so much over the years and we want to make sure that we reciprocate that and are responsive to the community needs so i uh, appreciate being in this forum and uh, any others where folks may have uh, want to support us or have questions about what we're doing uh, we're uh, want to engage in those conversations well thank you both appreciate you absolutely to all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. Thank you.